All right, welcome everybody to today's Dad Cave, sharing superhero secrets of fatherhoods of the dads, by the dads, and for the dads. The cave is now open, and uh, in this episode, Steve and I talked about um, encouraging our children when they start expressing interest in activities like sports or arts. Um, it, it, they just have a genuine passion uh, and interest in starting something new, um, karate, uh, fishing, um, anything, you know, it, it was something positive that they want to do kind of outside the norm. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it was interesting because we started getting into the comparison of the Williams sisters, um, two of tennis's uh, most greatest players, and they will absolutely go down in history as being the two greatest of all time in their sport. Um, however, the their past and how they got to be where they got to be was basically started because their father um, saw an opportunity to um, teach both sisters uh, how to be professional tennis players in, in, in <laughs> the most basic terms. So it's one of those things to where just how far is too far when it comes to encouraging our, our kids um, to go into an activity or a sport, continuing that activity or sport, and how much of it is actual interest of the child versus how much of it is the parent maybe wanting to capitalize on their children, um, maybe living their dream that they didn't fully fulfill um, in, in that activity or that sport or that art um, and being a, a professional at it, um, taking it to another level. Uh, in Maybe they tried to get to a certain level, but they couldn't. So um, maybe they pushed their kids a, a harder and harder and harder because it's something that they wanted to do. Um, but, you know, it, is the child really that interested or does the child really want to take it to that level? So, you know, it, it's an interesting topic of conversation for any parent um, wanting to, um, you know, when you're getting into the ages where they're starting um, uh, interest in sports, activities, uh, playing an instrument. Um, I played an instrument. I also did sports. Um, so it's uh, it's a good conversation. So enjoy it. It's all about uh, encouragement in uh, activities, sports, arts, and the like. Maybe how they were parented and how they yes. grew up as children. Mm -hmm. And it, I, it wasn't their father very competitive of both of them or something like that. Like he he basically he was very strict on training them uh, about tennis. Or I don't know. Am I assuming shit? No. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> That's completely, yeah. He uh, so their dad. He had no nothing to do, no no clue about tennis or sports at all. Okay, he went and saw. I think according to the podcast that I listened to, he he heard that you know women can make a lot of money playing tennis, and so he had a few. He had a he has a bunch of kids. Okay, so he's like, I had a few daughters, so mm -hmm. we moved to Compton because he was like from. Where did they move? Like in the south, oh. Mississippi, I think. And then they moved to Compton for tennis? <laughs> oh, maybe because of the he, competition? He said he wanted his girls to grow up in a hard oh, neighborhood. My gosh. He wanted to teach them some character. Oh. Um, yeah. Wow. But he taught both of them at a really young age. And so, yeah, I was, I was, really, I was really interested. Like, here's a guy who basically devotes his life to training his daughters to be the best in the world at something. And, I mean, he trained, all, I think, a few of his kids, but those two, Serene and Venus, you know, they 
They tore it up. They're like best in the world. I was going to say for the last twenty years, two of the most recognized names, period, in tennis, men or women. But the thing about them is, they didn't grow up in sports. You know, you hear about other, like I don't know. For me, growing up, it was always Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken yeah, Junior, Cal Ripken Senior. Yes. All the all these guys is like a family. Billy, yeah, Billy yeah. Ripken. Mm-hmm. Third, he played third base for a while. Can't remember, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, all these, you know, like family and football has a lot of that too, right? Mm -hmm. Just, you know. They're dynasties, they're legacies, yes. And so I can kind of see that because they already have the ends, they know who to talk to, they have access to the best trainers. But this was a unique story because it was very very different. It was was this guy who was like, just, you know what, I'm going to teach my kids to play tennis. They're going to be the best in the world at it. Wow. And that's what they're going to do. And so... He's, you know, he just devoted his life to teaching these girls how to how to play tennis, and he didn't know himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he just like he had this vision for what he was going to, you know, make his kids, his daughters become. Wow! And I was, I'm just, man. So I struggle with that a little bit. It's okay. Like, do you? Um, how far do you go? You know, because me, I'm more like laid back. Let me, let me let Cora here explore world on her own terms and just you know i just want to be like a facilitator right i just mm-hmm. want to try to get her um to find out what she what she likes what she's into so she can pursue that on her own and then through that it's your positive encouragement to you know so that she continues those passions further for sure right i think that's one way to to go about doing it mm-hmm. but then i wonder like so i really don't like swimming but my wife really loves swimming right and so you, you know like I, I when i say i really don't like swimming like i i don't like the water i don't like the beach i don't like the water so all those sports i'm kind of I have an aversion to i'm right there with you i am not the biggest fan of the ocean at all i am deathly afraid literally deathly afraid of the ocean really yeah because i've almost try, drowned a few times Tell me more. I, no, I mean, I just, it's stupid. It's stupid because I, I got caught in riptides and I'm not the best swimmer in the world. So I was always trying to just keep up with my friends. Um, so it, it, it was, it was tough, uh, because I, I would always be able to hang up into a certain point. And one instance, I think I was in Hawaii and one instance I was at like Newport or Huntington beach. And, uh, yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. And but I remember to swim parallel. Would they always tell you to swim parallel mm-hmm. with the water or something like that? And I did. And it takes work though. Sometimes. And and uh, later on, I would also learn from my friends like, hey, yeah, sometimes you just kind of have to tread and ride it out, and then you can swim parallel to the water. But you know, me in panic mode, I would just automatically try to swim parallel with the water. So uh, it, was, it was tough. It, it, yeah, and. um so you realized that you were in trouble, or did somebody like? Oh, I I totally knew in the moment that I was in trouble, and so it was like I, a really big riptide. Yeah, yeah, uh, God, I mean, if we really want to go back, this was probably in late '99, I think, late '99. Uh, it was my first year; it was my freshman year of college, and I, um, some of my friends who were new to Southern California, we went to the beach, and it was in October, so no lifeguards, no nothing, and we went out there, and I remember. I remember getting kind of the water was kind of carrying me further and further and for and and in my head I'm like oh, I don't yeah th- this is 
this is a little too far now. <laughs> was it carrying you like deep into the ocean? Oh yes, or parallel uh, deep to the ocean. Okay, and that's kind of what started freaking yeah, me out. Yeah, yeah. So um, then uh, I'm trying to swim directly to shore, and nothing. You're not moving. Nope. And so then I realized, shit. I'm in some trouble. I'm yeah. I definitely am. Um, so I started. I started at the top of my lungs. I started yelling for help, and uh, I yelled and yelled and yelled. Um, and luckily, because uh, my friends were already ashore, and and I could see them, but you know, it, it, and I don't blame them at all. There's only so much you can do. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> Swim in a riptide <laughs> and come try to get me? Um, luckily, there was somebody on a boogie board, uh, and he had heard me and he started paddling towards me. It took him about, I would say three minutes to get to me. Um, but he, he, that I, I still say to this very day, whoever that, that kind stranger was, thank you, sir. Uh, cause nice. I honestly do think you, you may very well have saved my life. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, that was, that was some crazy stuff, man. That was very crazy. So, wow. getting... so I can, I can see why you wouldn't <laughs> so like, the, yeah. uh, you could have an aversion to water. But know? at the same time, if my son loves the water, I'm, I am not in the business of, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to discourage him at all. I'm not going to tell him that story. I might tell him later on in life, but if he loves the water and if he's a natural, what I mean, actually he really is right now. As I, as I talk about, um, he takes swim lessons. He's very good at it. And if he wants to get into water sports or water polo or even surfing or, snorkeling, scuba diving, wh- whatever type of water sport that there is out there that he wants to get himself into, um, I'm totally on board with that because that's a, that whatever happened to me, that was a me thing. That's not him. There, I have plenty of friends and family that, that love the ocean and the water and all that. I, I, you know, same to them, that same respect. I would never discourage anybody just because I had a few bad experiences. Well, that's good. So, I'm not sure that everybody would uh, <laughs> hold that same sentiment. So what do you? Uh, you're, you a better, just, you're a better man than y- I. You just don't like the water period. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of like a prima donna about it. It's because <laughs> it's in the sand. It's like the sand. It's dirty. <laughs> yeah. The sun's beating down on you. Yeah. It's like trying to kill you, and people just want to go lay in it. It gives you cancer. It's just give, give me away from that noise. Like, Isn't your kid having a birthday party at a beach? At a beach, yeah. <laughs> yeah, next next Saturday. That's all right. At a beach. That's awesome, though. But, but hey, that's, you know, that's what they decided. Not, you know, and I, I agree with you the same way. If she wants to get into water sports, cool. I'll yeah. be right there with you. But I wonder, you know, if there's any, like, subconsciously, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually, we're going to play more baseball. Or, you know, like the sports right. that I played as a kid. Right. Because I know, I know that. That's like my wheelhouse. You know? uh, Dad, I, I want to go to the you. beach. Uh, ask your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. So ask your mom. I Maybe would be guilty, too, you. because, yeah, I could see to me doing that. I'm right. not trying to sabotage, but I, I could see myself doing that. Like, Dad, let's go to the beach. I'd be like, oh. <sighs> Do we? Yeah, we could. We could. You know, you know there's, a, there's a Dodger game I heard, today. <laughs> I heard there's sharks in the water right now. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, I'm just watching Jaws. Let me pause it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's so, yeah. So, I wonder, like, well, what's, you know, how far is too far and how far is not enough? Do you go off the, you know, to the extreme end, like, um, like uh, Venus and Serena Williams' mm-hmm. dad? They, they, you know, he decided they really didn't decide they were they were will tell you today they were brainwashed by their father 
Wow. Even up into their, you know, I would say young, as young adults, like 18, 19 year olds. I guess that would be my question, though, is that do you think after listening or hearing about their story, but don't you think there might be a point, though, to where they are just as all in on it as the dad is? Because for them to be not just professionals, but the best in the world. That still takes the, well, the, the passion and the commitment, right? That's or, what no? boggles my mind about mm. it. It's like, well, if I devoted Cora, let's say, to one thing, like, okay, let's say something simple. Okay, chess. I, I play chess. I'm pretty good at it. Um, I'm by no means a grandmaster or a master or anything like that, but mm. I can hold my own with some you know, pretty good chess players. Um, if I was to say tomorrow, teach her, start teaching her the game of chess every single day for the rest of her life, um, what are the odds that she would be some great, you know, great grandmaster at chess? I, and I don't know. I think maybe they're pretty high. Yeah. I think maybe if you find the right teacher, Mm -hmm. teach her the, you know, like the right openings and teach her how to think like in a, you know, to think ahead a bunch of moves at a time, see all these different variations, then maybe she would be, I think, I think she'd be, she could be really good at it. And it's like, ah, but that's not what I want to do for, you know, I don't want to like do that. I think that's like forcing my will upon her. Mm-hmm. But, um, but well, yeah, that's yeah. what, that's what boggles me about, about the, the Serena and Venus Williams story is that, you know, they didn't have any formal training. They didn't have a, they didn't really have anybody to, Except the except like a passionate dad, right? Who is maybe a little overzealous. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to be a little eccentric, which you know she is. Um, but I mean, look what he created. I'm not going to say he. I mean, it was of course it's the skill, it's the drive, it's the passion of Serena Venus. But how how influential was their father? I would right. say it's like 100 percent almost. You know, he's right. not in the picture. That's not ever happening. Mm, oh, for sure. Or or just how much of it is forced up to a certain degree. Right. Uh, Because obviously after time, again, the force becomes, yes, okay, if you want to say it's brainwashing, then at a certain point they do become brainwashed to want to play instead of being forced to do it. Well, one of the stories that um, they talked about was when Venus and Serena would have to play each other. They rarely ever do. In fact, they would do tournaments separate from each other when, whenever possible, oh, wow. so they wouldn't have to play against each other. And um, there was one situation where they were scheduled to play against each other. I don't have the specifics. I don't remember the mm. specifics. But about five minutes before the match was to start, like people in stands waiting to see the match, um, Dad pulls the, pulls the show, and he's like, no, they're not doing it. Wow. And... The, they faked an injury. Oh like one of the God. one of the girls claimed to have an injury, but nobody in the business was buying that. They all thought that was was bullshit. So how old were they at this point? I think um like nineteen twenty. They okay. were younger. Oh, okay. But they were but, adults. But still, they yeah, were I was adults. gonna say nineteen twenty. Okay. All right. And then um But that's I mean, that's conjecture. So mm. we don't we don't know. Sure. For sure. And I don't know. But they were both you know, of course they're both super competitive. They mm-hmm. don't you know only thing that makes them happy is winning, and the uh, only thing that you know really hurts them is like losing. Yeah, you got it. Do you do you think that you can become a professional 
even without the passion, you just maybe have some sort of natural ability and not even just being an athlete, maybe just going back to maybe at chess or you play an instrument, you just have a natural talent or ability or you just get it, but you don't necessarily have the passion to do it, but the parental influence or yeah, the parental influence is there to continue doing it. I mean, could you end up, I mean, it's very possible, right? You could end up hating, you could be a professional and hate what you do. Definitely, 100%. Or you could be doing something, you know, for 10, 15 years of your life and you don't know why. Mm. Why am I in this profession? Right. right. I think most of us are like, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say most of us. No, I think I, a lot of us out there, you know, you, you kind of you ask the question, so, you know, how did you get into radio? How did you get into podcasting? Right. Well, um, it's a funny story, and it's almost always, like, happenstance. You know, there's a lot of happenstance, a yeah. lot of, like, uh, luck, if you oh. will, or you just kind of fell into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You you know somebody. Yeah, or... I knew somebody. I <clears> thought that was pretty <throat> cool. I was like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll go, we'll do it, no you, problem. You ran into Michelle Kwan at a birthday party. <laughs> I mean, you just start networking. Like, yeah, I was just like, uh, <laughs> so because... Cora is my daughter. Cora introduced me to Michelle Kwan indirectly. There you go. And that's kind of oh. how. That's kind of how it that, worked. You know, that's... my eleven, my eleven month old. <laughs> you're, you're. That's very, very true. And and shout out to Michelle Kwan. We both met her over the weekend at a birthday party, and little did we know that somebody that we know is uh, she is the sibling, yeah, of that person. So yeah, but very yeah, very cool. So she, she was very showed... nice. She was she was very very nice. She com- uh, she complimented my son on his eyelashes. So thank you very much. Oh. Cute, <laughs> yeah, Very right. Cool. Yeah, I she's know. Full, full of energy. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure, for she's sure, for sure. But so. you know, she got into skating when she was young. Five, I like five did years not old. know skating. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know why my mind went to like, wow, skateboarding. Not skateboarding. No wonder she wore those Vans. Okay, <laughs> just, the, just the Olympic. Uh, Olympic <laughs> yeah, medalist, just world just champion, the, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, wow. Five, but but I guess that's the other thing too that we were just talking about about getting your kid into something though. The earlier you get them in, would would you agree that yeah, the better chance that they have if they continue that activity to yeah to be a pro hundred percent because I see you know my, my buddy Ben he's got two kids and that dude they're doing all sorts of sports they're doing football basketball ice hockey. They're doing um, MMA, wrestling. You know, they're trying. They're they're UFC gym. They're trying. They're, yeah, they they're, go to Tenth Planet. Tenth Planet. I'm like, they're like, oh, you haven't been. I'm like, no, <laughs> I want to go, but no. And your your 12 year old son over here has been to Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu yeah, for like two years straight. Now. <laughs> That's awesome, though. But he gets them into into everything, and then I think it was Riley. It's like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that sport anymore. I'm gonna go to the next one. But. It, he really likes football, so he's kind of stuck with football for now. Okay. But how much, yeah, how much is, you know, nature versus nurture? Obviously, you know, certain physical abilities are going to limit, you know, your success or could could limit your success in sports. I mean, it's like 100%. Okay, so here's a hypothetical then. Yep. Because <clears throat> I've gone through this, but in my own head, I really didn't address my parents. I just ended up doing it anyway. So let's say... They want to join a sport or an activity. They join up 
and about halfway through the season, they're just like, you know, this is not for me. I'm, I, I don't have any passion in it anymore. I don't want to do it. If your child came up to you and said, look, I, I just, I thought I wanted to do this and I don't, I guess. So the question is, do you, do you say, cool, thanks for being open and honest and all that stuff. Let's find you something else or whatever. Or are you going to do the whole like, Hey, you know, maybe you should just stick it out just to see how it goes. How would you approach that? I don't think there's a right answer to that question. <laughs> I think that's a trap. I think it's a trap. Uh, you know, I, depends on the kid, but overall, I would, I would say, you know, some things maybe you commit to that you don't necessarily want to do, but maybe finish it out and see, because you're going to learn something from it. If anything, you're going to, you're, you know, you're going to learn responsibility, um, not to be a quitter things like that. So I see there's positives there, but there's also, mm. hey, you know what? I tried this. I don't like it. Cool. Let's move on. Let's find something else. Right. But I don't know. There's a big part of me that says, mate, you know, hey, let's commit to this for six months or however long the program is. It's a short period of time. And then if you still don't like it after that time. Cool. We'll, we'll try something else. But you see, like, the, the greats, they, they are dedicated they're you know like venus and serena they're Mm -hmm. they're on the courts every day of their life they're between homework they're you know they're slamming sets with each other i'm sure any grade in any sport uh you know same thing they have like i mean to be like an olympic medalist like you know michelle kwong Mm -hmm. that takes some serious yes you have to have it all you have to have you know physical ability you have to have the passion to do it and you have to have the dedication to continue doing it even when it gets you know monotonous sometimes and that's the thing that i think for me i struggle with i like to get into all these things but after but nothing really holds my attention for for a long period of time and i'm like all right on to the next thing right you know, so I don't know how. So that is. you you say you're still like that, or you were like no, that? No, I'm still. I'm no, still, you still. Yeah, I'm still like, like that. that. Okay. I'm like okay. I'm, I think I get that from my mom too, because mm. she's like, she's super hobby, but she'll do. You know, like she's she's right now she's in the bees. So honey bees, which delicious is awesome. delicious oh, yeah, honey. By right. the way, Did you, you got some of her honey. You're. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> trying try to it? be awkward. <laughs> Your mom's honey is <laughs> so del- dude. I'm telling you, I, it's like I when I texted you. I could have drank that entire jar and just not blinked. That was that was damn delicious. I have it at work, and yes, I did. I took it away from my wife because I was like, "Hey, are, are you going to use this, honey?" And like before she could respond, I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm just going to take it to work." So yes, well, it, this is one of my favorite. Dude, projects it's so good, man. It's so done. good. I like how it's not super thick. Yeah, it's, I, it seems like a lot more. I w- I don't want to say watery cuz it's not no, no, watery no, no, no. it's just Ugh. it just has a thinner consistency Yeah to but it. but it's smooth and that's what I love about that it's really good Yeah really it's good. delicious man so yeah shout out to your mom right yeah. now so good so so good so But she's really into into hobbies mm-hmm. and you know so the honey and I think this this one's like probably been the best for her so far the best for everybody it's pretty, it's a pretty cool hobby I mean to get into but before that she was you know, she was into um, 
like glass, like beads, like blowing glass, mm -hmm. like making yeah. jewelry and yeah. stuff out of yeah. out of glass. And she bought a kiln and wow. all this other stuff. And then before that, it was pottery. I was just about to say, well, kiln. Yeah. Well, so she got there's a kiln, a kiln and there's pottery. pottery yeah. and, and then before that, she was, you know, she was quilting for mm -hmm. a long time. And then, so she's always into something. But it seems like, you know, as after a year or so, and I'm the same way. It's like, okay, kind of loses interest a little bit. Right. I need to find the next thing. You did it. You know you can do it. And your mind is ready to move on. Yeah. I am kind of like that as well. Yeah. When when I get into something. But the the but the point I was trying to make, I mm. wonder if if I would have taken any one of those things and stuck with it for a long time, you know, I would have probably have mastered one of those things and been really damn good at it and maybe made a, you know, a career out of it. And I think it's easier to talk about that in, in sports, right? Because it's, it's like... I don't know. You're, it's it's something you can be graded on very easily. You know, yeah. you make the points. You don't. Yeah, I was going to say, you it's all statistics. You win all, or lose, right? You win or lose, mm -hmm. and you get instant feedback like right away. Yes. And and um. So, what are some of the things that you were into? Well, so I played baseball from okay. like grade one to, geez, to high school. Oh wow! And I never liked baseball. <laughs> I never liked playing it. I thought it was a, I for me, I thought it was kind of a boring sport. I like batting. Um, but I didn't like I didn't like playing the the field. I thought it was just too. It was kind of like a slower game. So was it like a parental influence then? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. My, my dad was. Okay. It was something my dad, you know, wanted me to get into, and so mm -hmm. I got into it. And we, I just kept doing it year after year. But I never really, I never really had a like a passion for it. And I wouldn't say I was that good at it. And I was, I was average. Eh, I was anyway, be honest with myself. I was an yeah. average ball player. Okay. But um. But yeah, I never, I never really had the the passion to keep to keep going with it. But so, I guess looking back on it, though, do you wish you would have continued it? Oh do heck you... no! Oh okay, <laughs> okay. Well, so maybe is there I an activity maybe, I then? Think maybe I would have like, okay, baseball was cool. Let's try, mm. let's try something else next year. Okay, rather than I think I did four or five seasons of baseball. Uh, I see. So you wish you would have moved on earlier, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay, like okay. to your point uh, earlier, was it you know? If the kid comes up to you and says, you know, hey, dad, um, you know, this, you know, I like I like football, but I don't know. I don't think it's for me. Can we try something else? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's where I started because I'd be like, no, let's stay in it for the for the rest of the season. And then after the season's over, maybe we'll do something else. Right, right, right. So were there, was there another activity that you were in? I played that... soccer mm. for a while. Um, it was soccer and baseball. Those were like the two sports that I can remember. Growing up, I don't know that I tried other sports. Hmm. I don't think I ever tried out for football. Although that would have might have been fun. I've probably been good at that. I did it for a year, and and I did it because it was one of those things to where I I told myself I wanted to do it just to say that I did it. And I did it my senior year. I was obviously not that good because there were plenty of guys that had been playing football their entire lives from Pop Warner until then. And but you know, what? I mean. I learned a lot. I learned so much from playing football. The camaraderie, discipline, number one, discipline. Mm -hmm. I learned so much discipline. I will, I will be forever grateful to the coaches and the staff at my high school, uh, my fellow players. You learn about teamwork, leadership. Um, you don't get along with everybody on your team. You definitely don't. But you still learn 
so much. It, you know, it's not just a bunch of dudes slamming helmets against each other mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, getting concussed. But, yeah, it goes a lot deeper than that. And and I, I wish, you know... It, I wish the sport were safer because I would want my son to, to be in, um, something like football. Obviously, yes, there are plenty of other sports that teach the same principles. Um, but well, so do you have aversions because of new, I guess, relatively yeah, new news about yeah, concussions? It's, it's tough, man, because college. I am a huge football fan. And even just as a spectator and watching college and pro football, and and reading about the things that come out and and you know uh, you have players like Junior Seau uh, commit suicide, and again he shot himself in the chest so that they would examine his brain. Yeah. And sure enough, they did found tra- or signs That's or whatever crazy. of CTE. That's crazy. So it's a thing. It's a real thing. And yeah, I mean yes, the, on on the grand the grand scale, there are few um, in, in you know compared to so many you know, players out there, but again, it can, it can happen. And your brain's a delicate thing, man. And, and I, I do applaud though, you know, college and pro for making it a little bit, um, uh, I don't know, more player friendly or, or it looks less like they're injury to prone. Take, right. They're trying to take steps to make the sports. They definitely are. Um, but, uh, but there's a big part of that, that I think, yeah. like I, do you follow rugby at all? Uh, no, I don't. Uh-uh. Because, you know, they don't wear pads right. in rugby. Yet yeah. there's, you don't, I don't know if it's because it's, you know, not as popular a sport if they're not, you know, but I don't think they hit each other in the head like that. I think you put, there's something about putting like this suit of body armor around yourself that just makes you feel invincible and just want to crash through bodies and walls. Absolutely. And, and that's, uh, you know, as a hockey fan too, that is exactly the the point that um i believe the players or the uh, that committee the the uh for player safety it, mm-hmm. the point that they're trying to make is that yes the more padding the more pads and the better those pads are the more they're going to try to kill each other right the harder they're going to hit and inherently the, the more dangerous and exactly and and those pads are not going to absorb 100% of those hits. So in essence you think you're you're doing a service to every oh well yeah the, the padding's better the padding's better it's a lot more durable. Yeah, but your body isn't. So right. the pad will be okay, but your body's still going to get fucked up. Right. Your head's still going to get bounced around exactly. inside of that helmet. Oh god, did you see that hit? Um it was a preseason game. Uh uh it was the Ravens and Jaguars. Oh, oh my god. That I don't even know the players or what, because, you know, it was preseason, so probably second stringers. But, man, that Jacksonville quarterback, I, I, they, Did he get, well, they he almost ripped his oh head off. God. Like, In the a preseason hit, game. Oh, the hit that he took, I was like, how is that guy even getting up right now? It's Baltimore like, football. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I was going to say, if, yeah. if the second <laughs> string guys are, are in, in any any indication of how good their D is going to be, yeah. holy jeez, look out, NFL. But uh, it, so anyway, it's, yeah, that that's kind of the conundrum that they face is that, yeah, cool, the better technology and the better, the better equipment that you have, though, the the injuries are, are still Mm-hmm. pretty severe because they kind of have that excuse so we're like well you know it's better equipment so you know but then but, the fans they don't do they really want to see like more strict tackling rules because the fans like to see i mean let's be honest the fans like to see those big impact collisions and stuff that's 
part of one of the parts of the draw of the sport. I think. I think we all like to see the hits, but but you don't. I don't like to hear that sound. Yes, makes me like cringe a little bit. I'm like, it, oh no, someone's hurt. Exactly. You know? Or when you see that stretcher come out, yeah. and there's about a ten minute delay. Nobody likes to see that. So, I I think we as fans are very aware of what's going on in all professional sports that that have a certain amount of physicality to them. So I don't know. Yeah. Me as a fan, I, I, I'm willing to put all that aside for, for safety. 100%. Yeah. So So, did you see Mike Perry's face? Oh my gosh. Switching, switching a little bit here at the UFC, but Oh, that poor nose. That was was jacked up. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a nose just completely it's like Dude, he oh, rearranged his face it, yeah, that it, nose lit- was like over literally here. yes like you're no, oh yeah you, you know where the center of your face is yeah your <laughs> nose is not there right now just fyi oh my gosh and a lot of people said that uh i didn't watch the fight itself but uh, a lot of people had him uh, uh winning that fight mm-hmm. yep so he, after the after the knee he kept he was he was okay he just kept fighting Oof. he didn't even see like it didn't drop him or anything oh he actually caught the leg oh okay and he they just, you know, went for a takedown. It was crazy. Oh man! But that was the knee that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that that is some crazy, crazy. Yeah, as don't you know? Don't ask the wife about, you know, UFC yeah, that's and, what and I was the saying. kids getting into UFC. I was saying to Ben's on Preston, I'm like, okay, Preston, this you're going to do this, huh? Tenth mm-hmm. Planet, and here we come. Yeah, that's uh, so stuff like that. It makes me wonder. Okay, what like do I want my kid in some of these sports? Do I want to introduce him to some of this? Be- because this, these are, you know, some of the potential consequences that sure. uh, could come from it. Well, and, and along all of those lines, did you see that video, that candid video that was shot about Colby Covington giving that kid advice? No. He oh, would, wait. Uh, it was Tell last me more. week. So la- I think last week it, um, it, it went viral. And it was, it kind of looked like a meet and greet or something like that. And it was, I don't want to say kid. He was maybe 17, 18, maybe, you know, at, at most 20. And he was having a talk with Colby. And, you know, Colby had his glasses on and his belt. But he was the most, like, he was Colby Covington. He wasn't Colby Covington, the villain. He was giving genuine honest advice to this kid who is saying, Hey man, I just want to say like, you know, I'm a huge fan and what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What's your best advice for me? Because I've been in mixed martial arts. Um, you know, this is, I, I want to be where you're at. I want to hold that belt. I want to be that champ. And, um, Colby just gave it to him straight. And he's like, look, man, you know, it's, it's all about giving, every ounce of your body and your life to this Mm -hmm. he's like when your buddies are out drinking and partying you're at home you're you're watching tape you're in the gym um you're eating right no alcohol no nothing like he was just so real with this kid like 100 percent transparent and he's just like you got to give everything everything in your heart because there's going to be people that tell you that you can't but you you can't listen to those people like Oh, I, I loved it. That's I good. loved it. I, I actually, and I, I, I do have a soft spot for the guy and that made me like him even more because, <laughs> because, and at the end of the video, it was the, the big reveal of the, the kid and he, man, this kid was not scared. There was no like tremble or whatever or quiver in his voice at all. 
And so he's like, hey, man, so like, why, why, what's up with like, why can't you just be like this all the time? <laughs> and Colby's just straight up honest answer. He's like, he started laughing. He's like, ah, well, unfortunately, that doesn't sell. And oh, so wow. he gave it to him straight. Told him. He totally told him gave like it. it was. Yep. Absolutely. That's, that's true, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, the guys that can promote themselves, they tend to get shot up that ladder. Oh, they yeah. Get, they, they get noticed more. Mm-hmm. I guess that's part of that sport, too. Uh, right. For sure, man. I you think you gotta they, have fans on your side so that you could sell out seats when you're fighting. And then you take a few notes from WWE and you figure out that True. hey, maybe I need to be a bad guy because bad guys get attention. And yep. even though that's not me, I still may be an asshole at the press conference. Right. I still may do something controversial, but at the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is get attention and I'm trying to sell tickets. I'm really not like that. Like you know, like that's his role. Oh, that's your one, role. One, that is not me, the person. One hundred percent. But that's my role in yeah. this in this sport or yeah. this job or mm-hmm. whatever it is. For sure. So I guess getting back to our kids, like, I oh, that's a tough one because if if he wanted to get into MMA, even Cora too, like women's MMA oh, is is phenomenal. Like I like watching is, the women. Fight. Oh, they, they are extremely talented. People like Amanda Nunez, uh, and I can't pronounce what her name was the is she russian the oh um oh, the the featherweight one that fought the other night her name. yeah but anyway and she's she is amazing to watch too i also love holly holm like these are fantastic athletes at the top of their game um so anyway it's i again i i guess hypothetically it's too early for me to say but i would like to think that i would encourage my son or say like hey man you understand this is a pr- it, it can be dangerous, but if you go about it the right way and you're passionate about it, and this is this is what you love, it's calling to you. Then, then and go for I it. would I would give him my 100 percent support. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about what I was like passionate, and what I really love when I was like nine or ten years old. Yeah. And those things changed. It's so, in my experience, it's so fluid. Even even now, who knows what I'm going to be super passionate about and, and, and into in, you know, a few years. Mm-hmm. So it's just a big, it's a, such a big commitment to, you know, okay, five years old, I'm committed. I'm going to be professional figure skater. Boom. Here we go. Five years old. Let's do it. And that's it. That's I'm dedicating my life to this. It's your life. Or same thing, you know, UFC, like, Hey, if you want to succeed, yeah, you got to give it everything every day. You know, that this is it. That's, that's, you know, and that's what it takes. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we look up to these, these people. We gain, you know, us normal folk get inspiration mm-hmm. from these athletes because they sacrifice so much all in attempt to, you know, to reach like greatness. Yes. And absolutely. That's impactful. And there's, there's definitely, um, you know, there's, there's definitely a case, I think, to, to be like, Serena Williams' dad, you know, he's like, okay, kids, here you go. We're going to, you know, I believe in you. You have this gift. Let's go. Let's get it. And then that's what it was. I just I just have a hard time believing that, like, a five-year-old knows I'm going to be a professional UFC fighter. I'm going to be a professional mm-hmm. tennis player. I have a really hard time believing that it's more believable to me if it's like um like we were talking about earlier and it's like if it's in the family already like you have the family business mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. you're in baseball or football you you refer to like the dynasties um what other what other good examples like 
Who's a? Aren't there some um, good athletes in football that are that are? Yeah, uh, that are dynasties. Related? Yeah, I like mean, I'm family. sure there are. I'm just not. The, oh, oh, like the Long family, maybe like Howie Long. Yeah. So oh, there we go. Howie and his two sons, uh, Chris and pff, I can't remember the other son's name. Is it Kyle? Maybe I don't know. Um, it, but they're a family of football players. Um, just like uh, I mean, even you want to go deeper the. The Gronkowskis yep. are a family of football players. Oh, what about the um, the 49ers and Ravens coaches? Uh, yes, the, the Harbaugh's. The Harbaugh's, yeah. Yes. There, you, there the, you go. That's a family of just people that know what they're doing yeah. because they've been in it since they were born. And so that's more believable to me. Okay, like these two brothers happen to be, you know, head coach. The or Mannings, were at one time yeah. head coaches yeah. of the best football teams Mm-hmm. in the world, and then they go and they play each other in, you know, for a Super Bowl. Or like the Mannings, Crazy. yes. Yeah, man. That's and they're all one. the same position. Mm-hmm. So, but but I get... I, yeah. So, See, like, I, guess, I get that kind of thing. I guess in theory, but at the same time, though, do you think that maybe there was a point in their lives where they were just like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm doing this to appease Dad right now. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know. I I would think so. I would have to think so. Because not every time is a high. Not every like, you know, if if or maybe it's not. Maybe Mm. they. Maybe they're like, dude. I grew up in this. I love this. This is all I. This is all I have ever known. This Mm -hmm. is all I've ever wanted to be. I think it's more that. Mm -hmm. Because like the Williams, they were saying, yeah, we were brainwashed. Dad, you know, he told us basically what to do, what to say, even in press 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 conferences after the. The matches, like it was all mm. pre-scripted, so they would wow. get, you know, the the right amount of attention and publi- pub- publicity. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Um, I, I that is a special case though, because that is that is a parent who deliberately, almost basically plotted. Well, yeah, and then I mean, and I then mean, one no, more thing. I've mm. we've been on this no, for a no, while, but one more okay. thing on that. That's okay. It's, it's like okay, well, how many parents? have done the same exact thing but didn't have this result. It's probably a lot. Possibly, like, maybe when it comes to, like, beauty pageant kids. Maybe. You know, I mean, I know we would get into the weeds if we're talking about the beauty pageant moms. But to uproot your family, plop them in an area. Again, it's almost like this guy... He said it was... Purposeful. I was going to exact every was move that he made, though, was deliberate. I don't know if a lot of parents would deliberately go to a lot of extremes. I could see a parent just saying, oh, I want to get my kid. Uh, I want to get my kid into golf because uh, golf is uh, is right. very ri- low risk of injury high reward in making money if you're a professional. Perfect example. I, I, I could do that with my son, but it, like, but he took his family from somewhere to another place to, to harden them right. up. Exactly. And then, and then teach them about something that he himself didn't even know about. You know, like, like I guess I'm just stereotyping, but I would assume a lot of the beauty pageant moms were beauty pageant. They, they, had that in their family themselves. They were former pageant queens or right, whatever. Or exactly. Or exactly. Yeah. They're familiar with it. Like the Williams father, he it was, was like, he quote, knew nothing and said, you know what? I got, I got a plan and, and fulfilled it 100%. 
But so does that make him a bad dad? Oh, well, that's what that was my question. <laughs> that was my question. Yeah. So is he a bad dad? Shoot, man. And I I can't say no. Mm-hmm. Can I? Maybe. I don't know. There I, were there were certain. I mean, he he. <laughs> Did he, he created any, two well, of like? I was gonna I mean, say, do you know if he did? Like, did he do any bad shit? Did he beat? Oh, him? I don't, did I don't he, know. Oh, okay, don't they didn't touch on that. They don't. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. I, don't, I, I doubt it. I don't. I don't think so. I think he was all on the up and up there. Okay. But yeah, but he was just a very eccentric guy who mm-hmm. just—he just, I guess he had a vision uh, for what his kids could be, and then he just—he went after it. Yeah. He had a dream, and he achieved yeah. it. Like, like, exactly. like, like he had a goal, he had a, an ambition and it wasn't necessarily him. It was, it was his kids right. that he, he built it through or something, you know, exactly. like, like, you no, know, that's trying, exactly, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And so, you know, some people, myself included, well, you're not giving your kids any free will or, you know, they don't have any, what true expression of themselves do they have if that's. This is something that you wanted for them, mm-hmm. you know. But he did it in a way. They were so young that it's what they wanted for them, too. And that's why I kind of circling back to, like, growing up in a football family. So, if yeah, if you grew up in, in like, a football family. Then that's all you know. So, of course, you're going to be, you know, into it. And I think that's just kind of maybe the same way with them. That's, that's all they knew growing yeah. up. So, of course, well, what else is there? I don't know. Because this is this is it. This is you know the life that's put before me by my my parents. Sorry, one sec. Okay, so um, now that we're back, and and the other thing too is that after a certain point, if you're a legacy uh, in, I guess you would say professional sport, you also have those genetics then. You have those those physical. You have the physicality already from generations. Um, True. You know, it's it like, part of your DNA. At that yes, point. absolutely. It really is. Absolutely. Maybe even being like a chess champion, that that could very well be in, like problem solving, mm-hmm. that could be in your DNA. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> no, I think. No, I think you're right. I. It's, you know, in our in our culture, it's you know American culture. It's like you okay, grow up, you decide what you want to be, right? It's most most people are that way. Most people um, aren't really, you know, maybe it's the family business, mm-hmm. but maybe that's a small percentage of people. I think it's, yeah. Okay, you grow up, you go to college, you decide what you want to do while you're there, and then you know you do your own thing. And I think a lot of people get lost in that. They like, shoot, I don't know what I'm. What am I? What do you mean? You just do what you want. Yeah. You, just do what you want. Right. You know, I think other cultures are more like, oh, well, my, you know, you, you have more generations of, you know, my dad was a, a plumber and his dad was a plumber mm. and, and on and on and on. And you're going to own the family business. Right. And that's, that's how it's going to, that's this, how it's going to be. This is how this family survived. Right. And that's, and that's, so it's kind of like a known thing growing up. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to be doing this when I, when I get older. And so there's a lot more security in that. And so I think a lot of people might, might uh, you know, like that idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is what my family did. We were fishermen, and I'm going to be another another fisherman. Or I think military families is probably good. You see a lot yes. of, like, military families. Absolutely. Well, my great-grandfather was, you know, he fought in the Civil War, and, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yep. And they're all in the same branch. 
You know, yes. like like yes. oh my my grandfather was a navy man, yep. my dad was a navy my man. My dad was I'm a marine, I'm a uh-huh. marine. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, of course not. I, I think if anything, um actually I I quickly about that, about profession too, um when you're talking about raising your kids, uh one of uh, our family friends um is in insurance and he has his own insurance. You know, he works for a big company. And I, I, I always think of him because he got all of his kids to follow in his footsteps and they are all in insurance and they all make really good money and they all make, you know, they, they're not struggling. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, again, it's, it's, it's not a professional athlete move or or it's not a, a Williams sister move, but again, at the same time, I'm sure he groomed his kids with the thought of like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm going to do for my kids. I made a decision. I want to get them into this because it's a very successful and profitable and, and you, right. you Good flourish life. in this industry. And I thought, I don't know, to me, you know, face value, I, I'm, I'm not too, <clears throat> I'm not too close with his family, but um, just hearing about his story, I, I, I don't know. I think that's very commendable um, because he gave his kids a sense of direction I'm not saying that everybody needs a sense of direction, but in our generation, though, but I, it helps. I, it definitely helps. And so man. the whole thing for me is like, okay, well, you have this this one extreme or the other, and where do you, you know, where do you fall in? How Absolutely. should how should you be? How should I be? We're, we're kind of in a very, I don't know. I almost think that we're in a very passive culture. Like, like uh, I'm talking about United States, Western culture. We're very passive. We're very, I, I guess we're, sometimes we're a little too apologetic. And, and maybe that does play into the uh, uncertainty um, that maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm rambling that we went through. Because I went through that too. I, I still feel uncertain about a lot of things about my career. No, did you did you have any pressures from your family? Like, hey, go be a police officer no, or something like that? Never, none, none never. Okay. I mean, my dad would kind of not like joke about it, but he always let me know that the door was open, but he would never get on me about it. He would never be like, well, you know, you know what you should do. He never did that. He knew he knew I was different from mm-hmm. from a uh, very, very young age. He knew that I did not want to pursue law enforcement. Um, and not to say that, that I, I wouldn't, because if I had another chance, I may have pursued law enforcement because again, it's a decent, oh, well, if you, if you are of, <laughs> oh, how am I trying to say this? If, if you are, you know, um, if you're a, a decent person, it can be a very decent job. Um, but again, you know, my dad would also remind me too, you know, it's, it's not what you see on TV and it's not what you see in films. You're a servant of the people. You right. are a civil servant. And I saw that also at certain functions or, <clears throat> you know, when they would have community events. I, I now I'll never forget this. You literally have people because my dad was in uniform. You have people from the community just coming up to you and bitching and moaning about what's wrong with the city. And then my dad would just turn to me and he would be like, yep, this happens every day, every day. So 
it, it in that respect, I, I, you know, I, I commend him on for what he did and, and for serving his community for such a long time. But at the same time, yeah, I knew also for me, at least oh, yeah. that was not for me, not had, for me. He had to listen to all those yes. jokes mm. every day too. Oh yeah. My dad, yeah. My, I know. <laughs> What? Watch out, son. The cop's going to get you. He's here for you. Uh, He's like in line ordering a uh, coffee, and you're like, you're just trying yeah. to do his day, and then you hear it, you <laughs> yeah. hear those jokes you all get the, the playful time. jokes mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, officer, here he is. Yep. I know you've been looking for him. And, exactly. You know, and I'm sure in my, yeah, in their eyes, they're probably just rolling their eyes like, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very oh, funny. Here ex- we go again. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I haven't heard that one exactly. in about five minutes. So you're totally right. So, but I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of shit that comes with almost any profession where you're, uh, I mean, God, it's like the hospitality industry. You're constantly dealing with people bitching and moaning. And again, that was another, that was yeah. actually the, one of the first thing, one of the first jobs that I had. Well, hats off to your dad. That's a, that's a tough oh, job. And it's like a know, thankless job a lot of times too. I'm, I 100% agree. And coming home too. You have to be very humble. Absolutely. And, well, yeah. You know, yeah. it's. He he loved it though. He that see talk about passion and wanting to do a certain job. My dad loved being a cop. And you saw and you saw that. Oh, so that's, that's man! Super cool. When he would come home from DUI checkpoints, I mean, he had some stories. Oh, Not like you know, like oh my god, but like you know, he had some pretty good stories. And and so it, it got to an age where my sister and I we would kind of almost look forward to him coming home and like. Like, you know, we would stay up to like two or three to like, oh my God, I just want to hear the stories. I just want to hear the stories. Like, oh, you know, and you know, he, and, but also at the same time, when I was younger, there may be certain stories that he shouldn't have said right. that scared the shit out of me um, about people that he arrested and what they said to him. Um, but, you know, when you get to a certain age, you're you're like, oh shit, now I want to hear this, you know. But um, yeah, he loved it. He loved it. So um, definitely hats off to him for he did something that he loved doing. Um, and I, I like what I'm doing. Uh, but, you know, I think there are other, I think, especially for our generation too, like, I think for our generation, we have a lot of people that we get jobs, but then we do our, what, like our little quote unquote side hustles, our side projects. Right, and the, those are our passions. Yeah. And then maybe we try to monetize do your job get your side hustle on and that's that seems to be the the new way absolutely definitely the new way sure no no companies are offering big pensions and or things like that anymore so there's not as big of it of an as a incentive to stay like with one company and so yeah so new generation it's all yeah i'll work for a few years two two to five years and that's boom moving on to the next thing just kind of bouncing around a lot more so for sure, for sure. Um, so to summarize here, yeah, I guess if they're not hurting themselves and they're not hurting somebody else and it's legal and they really love what they're doing and they, they really, really want to try new things, different things. I, I want to say again, our kids are not even two years old. So, it's no, but easy. it's coming up. It, I mean, is, it is. You're going to have to make those decisions, both of us, it soon, is. like within the next yeah, year, right? Yeah, yeah. next next year, year or two. Like three-year-olds like, start playing. I, uh, Our friend Ron, I want to get my kid skating, ice skating, because I would like him to learn 
Um, you know, like him to be a professional hockey player. Yeah, we all know. I mean, we all you know. know but I, 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 see all the, <laughs> I see everything around this room here. Stanley Cup champions, LA Kings. Yeah, 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 it's. I see. It. I see. I mean, but but it's also it's also him learning something. Um, that that he can. It's a lot easier to be passionate about something with if you share it with somebody mm. else too. That, so, that's true. That's true. But know. but at the end of the day, if he says, "Dad, I just really don't like this skating thing," I'd be like, "Cool." Yeah, cool. it's uh-huh. all good. Oh, I'd be bummed out. I, I would be. be like, oh. I would be. But at the same time, I'd be like, "Dude, it's it, don't even don't even." Oh, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, it, and respecting respecting him saying something uh, for, to me and saying that like sharing his honest opinion and he's not sparing my feelings. I love that. So, what what's the? Is there something that you want Cora to get into? Um, nothing particular. I can't think of any one thing that, you know, Kristen wants her to be like a swimmer. Okay. And so, I, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like swimming, but if she likes it, that's awesome. So, we're, so we're, she's done a few swimming lessons so far. Nice. But for me, I just, I just want to be the best facilitator of like learning and the experience that she has that I, that I can. So, you know, learn a little bit about it, teach it to her, and then, you know, just facilitate that experience for her. So whatever she wants to do, I want to be able to provide her that opportunity. Um, yeah, with anything. And that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. But I, I, you know, I sometimes in the back of my hat, head have this diabolical idea of, um, you know, all right, you're going to do this, and you know, from this day forward, and you know, we're going to go all in on it. Okay, but like what? But though? I would never act on that. I well, like because see you, I, I'm you, not passionate about okay. it, about anything like okay. like like that like this like Serena Williams' dad he's yes. he had to be like okay tennis for whatever reason it got it it's it's what worked for him but I don't I, maybe if I was that eccentric I don't think my wife would ever allow me to 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 do that all right hon we're moving we're going we're we're, we're gonna we're actually we're gonna move to um, Uruguay yeah. because they have the best chess teacher right. in the world who lives in Uruguay right. and we're gonna right. um yeah we're gonna rent out a side house and Cora's gonna just play chess all day 24 hours a day no i don't i don't have any any dreams or aspirations of that at all and see how far is too far though well, when, yeah, when it comes to your spouse too though right. what what well, if this... you see them pushing too much what do you say how do you bring it up? Oh, you, you should know? have that. You should have those conversations before you decide well, to have a kid. Though, right? but, uh, but for sure. But but in theory, though, what if they're in an activity and then all of a sudden you see the the other spouse start to maybe take over more of a forceful role? Mm-hmm. And not saying either of our wives would do that, but what if? I mean, I'm sure it does happen to where you're like, oh, geez, like you're more into this than than the kid is. So right, right. I get like I guess how do you approach our spouses if they started they start to become a little bit more forceful than than what's comfortable for the situation. That's a good question. You know, I mean I would like to think that I'd be honest like hey dude are you okay? Like um you you seem like you really re- like for me like you really want Brayden to I don't know play soccer like what are is is that Right, right. Is there some sort of like unfulfilling thing that you had from your past? Yeah, maybe, yeah, just communication. Talk about it. Yeah, what's going on there? Right. 
Why does uh, yeah? Why does Braden have six pairs of uh, hockey skates already? <laughs> He's only two. <laughs> See exactly, exactly. Why are you taking him to the rink again? Practice is over. As an example, like, you know, right. like or, or, yeah. or yeah. Why has Cora been at the pool every day for uh-huh. the last two and, weeks? And without kind of or or do you like do you pull Just the gills. kid aside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's oh, she's watching Aquaman a lot. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. Um, but yeah, or, or do you take the kid aside and say, Hey, are, is like, is everything okay? Like, are, do you want to do this? Yeah. You know, tell me how I mean, you're liking it. There you yeah. go. Tell Just me how think. you're liking it. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really, really good one. So yeah. What's it, your favorite thing about it? But yeah, yeah. I, after, after that, I was like, okay, well, geez, we, um, you know, us as a parents, adults, we have, we have a lot of, uh, power in this. You know, and it and it starts early. Like you start them young and see what happens, right? But yeah, do you get like flashbacks of all the moms and dads that you remember being in the stands now, to where you know that that may be a reality for you? Oh now? yeah. Well, right? I see it because I, I, you know, I go to some of uh, my buddy Ben's football games. He has a teenager now, and they've mm-hmm. been playing football for the last few years. So I've seen the the crazy. The parents yelling in the stands, and you're like, okay, wow, these guys have more skin in the game than the players who are actually, than the kids actually playing. And they're really that rabid. They're really bad. Oh, man. Like, they're really bad. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. They're, I mean, they're really bad. Most of it's like, hey, my kid hasn't played yet. Like, put them in. Well, when you have like oh, forty God. kids on the team, I don't know why they do that either. And they're like going up to the coach, or they're yeah, like they're going to the coach. Hey, my kid's been sitting for the you know the whole first quarter. You gotta you gotta play him. Oh my gosh! And then they have rules, and you know, pop Warner and stuff. Well, okay. you have to play um, X amount of downs or whatever oh, it is. My, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. it's like it got so you know it's so political. Now. Mm-hmm. Like oh well, the coach's son, you know, he gets to play. It's so there's there's and that's always going to be. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm excited. Let's go. For sure. But uh, I don't think I'm going to be that parent. Would you ever coach? No. (laughs) (laughs) Who would would want to do that? I would. You would want want to deal with all those parents? I would want to coach. I don't know why. I would just want to, you know what? Hey, bring it back around. You're going to deal with those kids? I would just want to try it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd quit half the season. (laughs) Fair fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Until my wife would get it. You know, guys? I tried, and uh, I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, Ben's on the board right now oh for, my gosh. for the football, and he's he's pulling his hair out. What little hair he has he's, left, he's pulling out. But he <laughs> seems like one of those guys, though. He he's is, very man. level-headed. He's very like like I could see him being that voice of reason in a in a committee of just screaming parents. He's the guy you'd want to be in that position yeah. for sure. And absolutely, but he hears it all the time, day oh, in man. and day out. Just too much bullshit you have to deal with sometimes. I'm like, okay, this is too much. See, I would, but you see the passion in, in the yeah. parents again. It's really cool. Like, I guess I'm oddly fascinated to to learn and to actually see those parents like like firsthand and be like, oh man, this is true. You really, you, you yeah. Some of you parents really are nuts. This is crazy. They get super crazy. Yeah, and Surprising. I don't, you know. It, and we don't, you know, we don't know where that comes from. Or you know, just be careful them. now, because everybody's mm-hmm. got a video camera out there, and they're they're taping you. Ah, uh, so you know that's a see that's another good point too. 
Yep. And you're not you don't want to be that oh, that crazy man. parent that's you know on on YouTube that goes viral oh, for and flipping sure, out on somebody. I'm sure they're all looking to just post that on Facebook yep. right when it happens. Hundred percent. Man. Even amongst the parent community, yep. they do that shit to each other. And I'm you know, I understand like it can be you can be passionate about it and then you're gonna get emotional and riled up a little bit and maybe you, you take it a little too far. But leave that leave all that on the field. I mean yeah. it kind of belongs there anyway. Well so. and there's a line too. Like there's a distinctive line of of Well just remember you're teaching your kids when you're doing that. They're you seeing go. how you're reacting. There you go. Absolutely. And so yeah. that's all part of it. That's all part of sports though. It's fun stuff. It really is, isn't it? Man, I don't know. I I can't wait. I it, but again, it, and not if if my son doesn't even want to be in sports, that's cool too. I'm I'm totally if he wants to do art or video game or web development, hell yeah, I'm all about that. Like that's something I think that I if I had to maybe give it a, another go at, I would definitely want to learn more about like IT or web development, one hundred percent. Being like an engineer of some sort. No time like the present. I know. I know. We'll see. I've got a we've got a podcast to run. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're parents. And we've got We got a lot going on. We that do, is man. For sure. We definitely do. We definitely do. But you're right. There is no time like the present. And even if we feel like we don't have time, that time will come. It definitely will. You know, my wife and I were talking about that earlier today too, about, you know, um, almost feeling like um like god like it just feels like there's there's not enough time or there you know like like if we want to if we want to learn something new for ourselves or if if we want to do like a side project or something like that um that that could be a career changer something like that i think there will be there will be that time it, but i think it just takes that patience of these first few years to kind of we're getting our feet wet and be, we're first yeah we're parents. learning a lot about being a parent right now exactly and that is that's a really good point cuz time is yeah i feel like there's not enough of it anymore i thought it was before the kid right yeah i got plenty of time now i don't i don't have any time i don't know how anybody does anything other than just like you know, take care of their kids. Yeah, like, this I, is crazy. I don't know how parents post on social. I'm like, wait, you had those 10 seconds? <laughs> right. <laughs> how did you do that? Tell me. You know? But uh, I, I think that will. And, and you know, I... Yeah, just have patience. Absolutely. Just be patient. You know, kids are going to grow and learn. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. And just enjoy that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Man, that's a happy note to end on. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> That, so that was kind of our sub year in review, and uh, uh, well, we didn't even get well. To I that. mean, uh, ch- children professions or or getting our kids into sports and stuff like that. Yeah, activities. Yeah, uh, what's what's on the horizon? Yeah, but yeah, we'll do our year in review next time. Actually, next time after Good Brian, Co- that absolutely one. after Cora and Joaquin's birthday party. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then yeah, we're gonna have Dope. some. We're gonna have some daddies in soon. We're uh, your buddy Ben. Oh, that's right. We'll have some guests we'll, on. Absolutely. We're gonna have Ben, uh, my buddy Paul. I used to work with him uh, at a radio station. Um, he's got a story, um, and and our our friend Rob, um, who is from England, mm-hmm. who is now here. England, Rob. Yes, England, Rob. The he's a huge Arsenal fan. So please. No shit talking about Arsenal. Just kidding. Um, But uh, yeah, until next time. 
I'm Steve. Hi, I'm Rick. This is Today's Dad Cave. Catch us on social media, everything. Hashtag Today's Dad Cave, at Today's Dad Cave. We are Today's Dad Cave at gmail.com. Um, send us an email. Hit us up on social media. Use the hashtag TDC. Let us know what you think. We're on everywhere. We're on Podbean. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify now. So uh, we're everywhere. We're on Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere and everywhere. So uh, please give us a listen. Give us a like. Let us know what you think. Yeah. And uh, any questions you have? Any ideas for the show? Absolutely, parents out there, not just dads, but mommies too. Let us know how we're doing. What do you want us to talk about? Absolutely let us know. Uh, And until next time, the cave is closed.